Good morning and welcome to episode 176, I think. I believe that's right. Yep. Of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Jesus. I, <laughs> I almost said Jeez Louise, but then I almost said Cheese and Rice. <laughs> and I was going to say, that's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of weekends. 176. That is a lot of weekends. Weekends minus plus or minus a couple. Um, <laughs> We're not one hundred percent sure. <laughs> uh, we are Aaron and Ben. Uh, we are actually Ben and Aaron. Um, right. And we are presented, yeah, hosted by us, and then we're presented by Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa, Dickie's Barbecue. And one stop convenience. Yenge. And we're worldwide. That's the other thing. We're we're we are as worldwide as a podcast can get. So welcome. Aaron, how's your week? My week was great, Ben. Although you did just fuck me up. I don't know if I've ever told you this. So when I when I'm editing the podcast. You, your cadence when you count us in is almost the same every single time that I can just look at the audio at, like and not listen to it and find right where the three, two, one is every time. Almost, almost every time. Every once in a while I miss, but like I'd say I shoot about 85% um, because it's three, two, one. And the way that those three <laughs> lines show up, I just, I, it's the same every time. So I know exactly where to look for it. And then you didn't count us in today. So now I'm actually going to have to listen. No, oh, 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 we only talked I, for a I, minute I anyway, legitimately so. was like, what am I missing? As I was doing, <laughs> I was like, something doesn't feel right. Yeah. You, three, you didn't count us two, in, but it's all right. One. Okay. Um, well, Hey, I apologize for that. I oh, don't apologize! Don't apologize. It just it, I, no, it legitimately. I, mean, I, like I just it makes my life easier because I know exactly where I can literally look at this just this line of audio and find exactly where the where the podcast starts. But um, uh, my week was good, Ben. Um, couple things. I uh, this week I started going to the gym first thing in the morning. I Wednesday Thursday I was at the gym by six forty five both days. Fucking. I yeah, used just it charges you for the whole day, isn't Dude, that wild? I, I used to. I, mean, I, I still don't do, do it, but it does. <laughs> I know it does that. Like I know it I works. don't do it, but I know that it. They say that that works. No, I used to do. I used to do that like back in the day, and I legitimately would go, and I would feel like my workout sucked, and I just like I did it for. I remember I did it for like two, three weeks, and I was like, I don't like this. But for what? So like, I get up at six fifteen every morning. Anyways, and sometimes I'll lay in bed for a while, but for whatever reason, last week, like 6.15 rolls around and I'm like up and at them and I'm like, all right, well, I feel like I'm wasting like part of the day. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the gym and see how I like it. And then, yeah, Wednesday, I was energized all day long. Uh, Felt great. That was awesome. Uh, And then last tonight, I'm bartending last night. Uh, last night I clarified my first cocktail, Ben. So I uh, use whole milk to uh, 
to clarify a cocktail and like soften like the bitter edges if it's bitter or astringent. Here, I'm going to show you a picture so you can see what this looks like. Wait a second. So there's no milk in it or there is milk in it? So so you pour the milk in and the milk curdles. You'll be able to see in the picture I just sent you. The milk curdles and the proteins in the milk strip out uh, the impurities, a lot of the color. And they like soften like the acid and the and the bitterness if a cocktail uses a bitter ingredient, and then you strain it out. Well, honestly, milk curds out. That makes a ton of sense because, like buttermilk, I know Mm -hmm. is like cooking wild game, but like buttermilk is like if you ever shoot a wild turkey. You got to soak it in buttermilk for a couple of days and it's, yeah, it you know, it, it takes out some of the, right. Yeah. I'm, I guess it's very acidic. It te- and, uh, it's something about the, so that, that would make sense. It, I yeah. get that. Yeah. It tenderizes it. Te- Cause that's what I, I was making. Well, that's uh, what we put on the frogs too. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was, I, I think that's a, I don't know if that's an Asian technique or what, but I remember I was making a dish one time. And it called for that, where you 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 would take the you took the meat and you let it rest in milk, and it the milk tenderizes the meat. So I guess it's the same the same concept, but very cool. It came out cool. I'm actually going to do another one today um, because it's super easy. You just measure out, like obviously you have to measure out enough. Was to that make... at work though? No, I just did it in my in my that, apartment. No. Took oh, me twenty oh, minutes. Oh. Yeah, I got all this now. I... I got a problem now. I have all this like, uh, like science lab looking. Yeah, you've been watching that. Now. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got all this shit. Have but... you ever thought about opening your very own like, really high end like drink bar? <laughs> yeah, no? I would love to. I would love to, but I still have a lot to learn. the The world of of cocktails goes very deep, and and I would like to do that when I have enough money. Where when it if it fails, it doesn't matter. So we right. got to do some things first to make that happen. But yeah, I would definitely like to do that. I think that'd be cool. Um, but uh, so I'm going to do another one today. Got a bartend tonight, but um, that's about it. Shit, there. Oh, I know what I want to talk to you about, but I'm going to wait because I want to hear about your week, and then we have to we have to catch up on your little trip to Charleston a couple weeks ago since I hogged basically two weeks worth of episodes on this podcast. <laughs> um, honestly. I'm glad that we're doing it a couple weeks out because I can tell the story like a thousand times better now. Yeah. Like actually, I, so I, it. I don't know if you, what you know, but um, I don't know anything. I know that you it, just, it'll I, know be pretty you went funny. To, I knew you went up to Charleston. That was all I knew. Um, well, yeah, so we went up, should I, should I go into it yeah, right now? Let, what else? It, I guess. Oh, oh, I guess Unless to answer you your first question, my, week. no, my week was good. We just been, I mean, it's been a work week. We've been working. So, nice. um, pruning palm trees like crazy, but besides the point. So a couple of weeks ago, we go up to Charleston to visit my sister mm-hmm. and, uh, her husband Gabe, so my sister and her husband and their their dog and their cat, and to check out their new little spot in, mm-hmm. in Charleston. And so we went up on uh, a Thursday morning. Um, I guess it would have been what the day before your uh, your Friday Michelin star restaurant. Yes. Yep, I believe it would have yep. been correct. 
So we go up there, uh, never been to the, well, I say that like I want to, I'll, I'll, the low country is badass. Okay. That's what they call it. They call it the low country. Now you may remember the low country, um, in the, in the, uh, in the Murdoch case, because they're from the low country, mm. that that bastard that killed his kid and wife yep, and yep, yep, all yep. that. So we had watched that documentary a while ago. So it was like, it was kind of like weird. It was like neat to like check it out. I've never, you know, been in the quote unquote low country where it's just basically like marshy swamp land, beach grass everywhere you look. Um, it's neat. It's really neat. So we get up there and, uh, let's see, we, you know, we hung out the first night we went to this place called Bowen's Island, which okay. was bad ass. It was, it's not a, it may be an Island. I'm sure it is. Everything's kind of like a little like Island or like a raised oyster bed really. That's like, you know, big enough to put some houses on or, or whatever, sure. but so it's like this old, like, you know, just all wooden building, um, like a wraparound porch all the way around it. And then like, you kind of sit out on the porch and you're just overlooking, you know, this beautiful, like, call it like a Creek, like a marsh Creek, you know, pretty wide. They had, you know, they were doing like boat tours down there, but it's just like, really, it was like really cool. Like, I guess just was like an, you know, it was just, it was really cool. I feel like I'm you talking about your. Right <laughs> it was just so great. Um, it was just so great, and uh, <laughs> but so we had some, we had some expensive ass oysters. That it, it was an, it's a raw bar, you know, Actually? and food and everything, unbelievable food. Yeah. The, the oysters, the way they do them there, it's like four bucks a piece. Jesus. So we got Christ. 18 oysters and it was like a hundred dollars or something, you know, or 70. But, uh, so they're there. Yeah, it was actually $72. That's funny. But, uh, cause that is the math, the actual correct math. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, great oysters, uh, great time. Just a really cool, like, just like a, it would be a great place to go just hang out all the time. I, I've heard that. You know, it it reminded reminded me of like the, the vibe. I'm just talking specifically about this, this one, the Bowen's Island, because it was yeah. my favorite. It was it was like far and away my favorite, you know, spot because the next couple of days we went, you know, into the, the city of Charleston. We yep. walked around checked out you know the old statues that'll probably get torn down at some point and uh (laughs) that that evening (laughs) so friday evening we went to like one of the best restaurants in charleston that you like you basically you know reservation Mm -hmm. it was called um husk i think yeah that was it now i'm kind of like trying to blank but it like same thing great meal um we actually they have like two they have like a restaurant and then like a a, like a cocktail bar like a little like barn with like the floor 
is like the bottom, the main floor, the entry floor is is just a bar. There's like a couple tables in there, and then upstairs there's like a little dining room. So they're like running the food, I guess, from like the the next building. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, it's it just right a now. really cool, really cool concept. Like, um, I should backtrack a little bit because before we went to that bar, Gabe had this like he's like, yeah, we're gonna go get a cocktail. At, at, at a rooftop bar and then after that you know we'll go to our reservation at at husk and uh so it's called like the watchtower this cocktail this well it's like a restaurant but top floor um, <clears throat> excuse me about the sneeze so we get there and i don't know if i made like a bad this is this is kind of funny this is like you would really laugh. You would have laughed at this whole scenario just because you know how I am. But um, so we walk into this place, go up the elevator, fifth floor. It's you know it's all the way on the top. Yep. And uh, so we get up there, and there's like two girls, like young girls, that are the hostesses or whatever. And uh, basically, I, I as soon as we walked in, I was like. I don't know if this is the right move or the wrong move. You'll be able to tell me, but I was like, I was like, Hey, we're just, we just want to grab a drink. We're not eating dinner here. We have a reservation at, at seven. It was our reservation was seven fifteen, Yeah. And at this point it was like, like six Oh eight call it. Okay. Like, yeah. you know, sure. so we had like an hour, yep. just an hour. And, uh, I was like, yeah, we just want to get a, a drink. And, uh, you know, and that, and that's it. We're going to, you know, we won't be here long. And she's like, okay. And she's like, let me go. Like, and I don't know if she said like, let me go like talk to somebody or something or whatever. So we stand there for like, you know, seven minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and we're like, okay, what's going on? So finally they come walk us outside. You know, I was like, you know, should we just sit at the bar or so they end up sitting at sitting us at this table, right? So now call it 615, 615, sure. sit down. Yeah. The waiter doesn't come over to our table mm-hmm. until 645. Yeah. Is that typical? Uh, no. But so just real quick, if it were my bar restaurant and you made it clear to me right away that you are just having a drink and going to be on your way after that i would sit you at the bar because you're going to get faster service from okay. the tender than you're going right to get from and, the okay okay all right i'm glad that you said that because all right so we're sitting there six th- finally i stand up i go get somebody i'm like we've been sitting here for however long yeah. and like nobody's come here another group walks in they they get served their drinks like after us they already have their drinks. We yeah. still haven't even gotten our order in yet. So at this point, like, you know, Gabe, Samantha, my wife, they're like kind of looking at me like, you know, just relax, Ben, like <laughs> chill out. So you're like, I want some. I go get the guy. I'm like, you know, we haven't been, we haven't been helped. We haven't been helped, you know, and it's been 30, you know, yeah. 30 minutes over yeah. here. And he's like, you know, okay, sorry. We'll, we'll come out, you know, right away. Well, they don't come out right away. So yeah. a few more minutes goes by. I want to say 25 minutes they didn't come because it's just for the timeline. It, yeah. it just so they come out, they take our order, 
Now, mind you, my my initial thought is like, okay, we're just here to have drinks. Right. Like, I would have had that somebody out there immediately. Let's get yeah. as many drinks in these folks as possible, you know, mm-hmm. and then get out of here or whatever. Guy comes out. Sorry for the wait. You know, what can I get you? And at this point, I'm like, you know, I don't have a pleasant look on my face, but like, I'm also <laughs> like, you know, I just, I like have a resting bitch face. We'll call it. Aaron, he brings out everyone's drink except mine. <laughs> okay. So now, so now they all get their drinks and it was like, I, all I got was a beer. Bro. Oh man. Okay. And, uh, oh, did I get a beer or did I get a, um, Maybe I got a margarita. Oh yeah, maybe I got a margarita. Some something oh, like very easy or whatever. Like fifteen seconds. Yeah, like it's probably pre pre made type of yes. shit. So it's basically I got my drink at like six fifty five, and right. I was so <laughs> right, at this point go. I was so mad and I was like so fuming. So you know the bill came and it was like fifty bucks or something, forty yeah. something bucks, and Gabe paid for it, and I was like. Gabe, can you please not leave a tip? Like, please. So he's like, I'm going to leave $1. So he (laughs) left a $1 tip and we walked out of there and it was just like the absolute worst experience ever. Like it it pretty much like, I mean, until we got to the next restaurant, but like it put like, I was like in like kind of a bad mood, not like a terrible mood, but like it really annoyed me. Like I'm like sitting here like saying like, like I just got into like the business side of it. I was like, is that not like the most ridiculous thing ever? Like, yep. I just was like, and I was trying to figure out if like, by me saying like, Hey, we're only going to be here for drinks. If that was like the right or the wrong move. And, and I just like, I was just baffled. I was just truly baffled. I was like, this place is going to die because unfortunately the person who started it isn't running it and it's just like it's just a terrible experience we ended up going to that place husk and we had yep. like a phenomenal meal so that was that whatever but just the fact that that had happened and it like took that long and then on top of that like i don't know if he was like okay this guy looks like an asshole i'm just gonna bring everyone else's drinks and like would not bring his or whatever and it just was like whatever so that guy basically he he sat four people at a table for an hour during like prime time and he made a one dollar tip so hopefully that he'll learn a lesson like well that's what i'm maybe that's that's what i was going to say ben is by by telling the host the host up front that you're only staying for drinks you are now making the timeline known for the restaurant with restaurants information is the more information you can have about a guest is, is in, in the most it's invaluable. The more information you have. So if you know that people are just staying for drinks, you sit them at a bar, you know, assuming that the bar has, you know, an, obviously a has seats open and B that the, you know, the bartender is somewhat competent, but like, if you come to my bar and sit down and you're like, Hey, we have dinner in an hour, you know, we're just getting drinks. I'm going to make sure I pay full, you know, as much attention as I can pay to you for an hour, because I know you're going to be gone and I'm not going to have to continue to deal with you afterwards. It's one thing right. if you're going to be there for five, six hours, that's one thing. But if you're like, tell me, Hey, we got to catch dinner. I'm going to make sure you get your drink super fast. 
because if I can get you a second drink before you go, that just increases. Right. Tip. That's what I'm, like, right. Like That's so, what I'm thinking. Like, plus you're providing good service. Like it, you're paying attention, like all that stuff. Yeah. So either way, obviously it's just like a, you know, a typical like story of like bad service, but yeah. whatever that was, it was just kind of like, I truly, I had that question. Like, should I have not said that to the hostess? Like no, that we'd be gone an hour, but I, yeah. Okay. It's way right. better to say it. All right. So there you go. So we're never going back to the watchtower and I advise anybody here listening to never go to the watchtower. No, Fuck that be, place. They're going to be out of business in 10 seconds. You know, after, <laughs> after our listeners get all of them. So that night go out to Husk. Awesome meal. Like so good. Great. Like completely like revive the night. So right after dinner, we all went home and went to bed because my sister's pregnant and we were tired and we woke up the next morning. Yep. And we went to Kiowa Island. Okay. Kiowa Island. Um, it's like a really nice golf course, but it's also like a public beach. But it's like you got to pay to go to the beach. So it's like it's just cool. It was, it was a really nice. It was it was fun. It was we went and sat on the beach for a couple hours. Yeah. And we planned our phenomenal i'm sorry started planning just the most incredible two course meal that you could imagine from gabe and samantha's garden okay okay so first course so we get we we go back to samantha and gabe's we're hanging out um they bought a ping pong table gabe had just uh he had just built this little like like patio area um they got like a little fireplace like one of those solo stoves like mm-hmm. you know just like a cool sitting area so we were having some beers and uh the so basically samantha and gabe have this garden that's like 15 by 10 and it's the highest yielding garden i've ever seen in mm-hmm. my entire life i'm talking cucumbers that are like a foot long there was like 30 of them and then she has a bowl like a dish on her counter with like 10 more and the refrigerator's full and she just physically cannot pick them fast enough (laughs) then they got these tomatoes dude like big heirloom tomatoes um that they're breaking off branches so she just like picks up the branch and sticks it in water and they're still growing tomatoes. Like I'm telling you, it was like, it was wild. How, like, I don't know if it's the nutrients or the air yeah, temperature or whatever, this, what but just like soil basil, they, well, that's, she just put like regular soil pep in wow. like miracle grow. Like yeah. they just built some raised beds and put some soil in there or whatever. So <laughs> my wife makes this, Cause like it, it was, we, we had bought some peaches on the way up mm-hmm. at this roadside peach stand in Georgia. So we had some unbelievable peaches. So she makes this, um, it's basically like a caprese salad, tomatoes, peaches, um, basil, mozzarella. Uh, I don't even think she had mozzarella, but some like, uh, it was balsamic, you know, on top. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, sounds great wildly delicious okay mm-hmm. so that's that's the first course 
I'm gonna send you pictures of them because they're so freaking. Please do. It, it was, it, um, it was incredible. And then also, um, Aaron Taylor coming through. So yeah, basil. Um, next dish, magnificent jalapeno poppers, like just delicious, all from the garden. Yep. You know, it was. I guess the ba- the bacon wasn't from the garden, but um, <laughs> so I sent those both to you. So the second dish comes out, and we're we're eating the poppers, and we're sitting around, and uh, it was like randomly like a great temperature. So we Gabe's like, I was like, let's get this fire going. Like we're all just sitting out here having some drinks. Like, like I was like this is so nice. Like this yeah. is, this is so great. Like literally this is, this it was is just perfect. It was nothing good can food, ruin this. Good, good people. Nothing, nothing could ruin this possible. Like this is the best evening I've had in a long time. So we, we opened up, you know, we'd finished playing ping pong. So yeah. we get the fire up, you know, the, we take the, the cover off the fire and, uh, Gabe like has some kindling over in the corner. Mm-hmm. So he goes, gets it, get the fire going. Um, so we're hanging out and he goes to me, he's like, uh, he's like, Hey Ben, he's like, you see those lot, like those logs over there? Like, is that something that, you know, could chop up? And I like look back to the corner of the, the property and I'm like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, just, they were cut logs like yep. ready to be split like with you know firewood standard so i'm like oh yeah dude like absolutely like those can be split so um gave you know they got a shed and i had right in the front of the shed is a wedge used mm-hmm. to basically split firewood yep. and a sledgehammer okay so we go we walk, I was like, yeah, let's just, let's take a look at it or whatever. So we walk over there. And, uh, so the very first thing I do, he, he had an ax. Mm-hmm. So I took the ax and I set the ax on the top of the wood. Yeah. Okay. And I took the sledgehammer and I started tapping the back of the ax, yep. you know, to see if it would, I could use the ax head as like a wedge. So I'm like tapping it for a few. And I'm like, dude, this, this log is like a monster. Like yeah. there is no chance that we're getting through this. So at that point I take the ax out of the log and I try to put the wedge on there. So like Gabe's kind of holding the wedge and like I'm tapping it with the hammer with the sledgehammer Yeah. still like nothing. Like yeah. I'm like, dude, honestly, Gabe, I'm like, we don't have the right tools here. Yeah. Like, and I start explaining to him, I'm like, like with a big, with a big round log like this, what you kind of got to do is you need a, a splitting maul, yeah, which is like a little beefier. It's like a sledgehammer that's pointed rather than like an axe that's very like right. thin. Right. So I'm like, we need a splitting maul. I was like, we don't have the tools. Like we we can't do this. So I was like, but like when you know when you do it, you kind of. I was like, what happens with a log is like, you need to like release the pressure. So you got to kind of like chop one side of it. Yeah. As soon as it, you chop that side off, then it's like, it's not being like compressed together by the, its own self or sure. whatever. 
So I take my, I, whatever I had, you know, beer, I take my beer and I start walking back over to where I was sitting. Yeah. And Gabe picks up the ax and I turn around and all I see, he's barefoot. Yeah. Okay. Both of us were barefoot. Didn't have the right tools left the scene walk back to my chair they're like the girls are looking at gabe i turn around he raises the axe goes the chop misses the fucking wood and cuts his like it goes directly into his foot like he just chopped and i was like like i made you know made this like oh my god and he like kind of immediately just like went into the house bro this guy almost absolutely cut his toe off but he didn't he didn't he just sliced it down into the bone so our absolutely perfect night ended up at the hospital ended up at the emergency room (laughs) yeah so i think it was about 10 o'clock i mean that was probably like you know six ish and it was like 10 30 before he was back home and stitches and so at first i said i wasn't i was like gabe like i'm like i'll never tell anybody about this like your secret's (laughs) safe with me but then they kind of started telling people so like i wouldn't have told it like right you know then but now i'm like comfortable telling it because his stitches are out and everything but this dude had it was i i thought it was funny because you know you know like the um this little piggy went to the market yeah well the one he almost chopped off was the one that had none (laughs) this little piggy has none (laughs) so i was joking like like, oh, like you could just tell your daughter, you know, your future daughter when you're doing the, you know, the, yeah, right. this little piggy went to this, the market. This um, piggy. This little piggy had none. But, uh, yeah, so everything's good. Gabe still has a toe and all that. But, dude, he was in the shower, and it was just, like, gushing blood. Uh, and his toe was just, like, white. And I thought he had chopped it off. Like, all his other toes were normal color. Uh and I, I was like, I didn't have the heart to like, you know, like really get in there. I mean, I, it was one of those things where, you know, my wife is like, you need to chill out. And I basically never need to get hurt around you because like the way that you just acted was like, you know, not very calm in a situation. But I guess, Gabe, if you're listening like to be fair, I was like, I didn't even know what to think. Like, part of me was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" I literally, I legitimately just told you, like, <laughs> we don't have the right tools. Like, we don't need to be doing this. We're having. So- I was like, you know, like, so, whatever. We got him to the hospital, and everything was fine, and. Yeah, I guess I just I don't even know. Like I no harm, no foul. In, in the moment, like my 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 sympathy levels were like 
you know, I was like, kind of like, why the fuck would you do that? You know, but like, also like, Hey, we're, we're going to get you hurt or, or we're going to get you uh, healed and all that, but we're going to get you hurt, buddy. Don't worry. Dude, dude we are going to get you hurt. We promise you. All right. We're going to take you out. Yeah, back. So carve that sucker little, right little lesson, little lesson to everybody. For one, I should have been like, okay, Gabe, we need shoes on. That should have been the first yeah. thing I said, Smart. like yep. no doubt. Second was like, you know, we had a couple drinks, like we don't do axe stuff with some drinks. I'm not saying that was the cause of it, but you know, it's just like, it just accidents happen, man. Like legitimately sure. it, it's just gotta be aware, you know, it's gotta think about stuff and just whatever. So yeah. So the next day we left Charleston and you know, that was it. That was our that was our little trip Man, to Charleston. So what it was, an adventure. It was a great time, but it was action packed. It was action packed with adventure. Yes. Yeah, um, like um I looked up uh, But yeah, so I looked up that place on Bowen's Island. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, dude, it's it was legit, man. I mean, it just it's a cool area. It's neat. It's like you know. Yeah. Looks like the more I see the United States, just the more I like, you know, it's like there's just cool stuff everywhere, man. Oh, it's, and I hadn't really been there. I've been to the Outer Banks, but like, I guess that's the only thing I've really done in the Carolinas besides played the Fayetteville Fire Ants in right. Vietnam. Right. Who could forget? Um, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, it looks, looks great. Yeah. So, Shout out, uh, shout out Gabe Fortos. Gabe Fortos. I'll see that boy tomorrow. In fact, him, uh, Samantha texted me while we were doing this. It's very, very small world, uh, about the baby shower tomorrow. Um, uh, all right, listen, we got four and a half minutes left. I have a story to tell. I'm going to tell it as quickly as I possibly can. Fire it. So, uh, the cocktail bar that the Michelin star place owns the conservatory. I think I told you this the first time we did this, did the pod, but, the guy who's my bartender there, Italian guy, him and I made friends with each other. When I was talking to the two Norwegian guys I ended up going with, we were talking about Michelin star restaurants. And I mentioned that my sister works at the only three Michelin star vegan restaurant in the world. Um, so my bartender overheard me and apparently he's a vegan. So he, he, you know, walked over and was asking about, him. like, yeah, it's in New York. It's called 11 Madison park and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, I'm actually going to be in New York in about a month. And I was like, Oh, cool. I'm like, well, listen, if you want to go, like, let me know. And like, I'll put you in touch with my sister. I don't, you know, I can't guarantee that she can do anything, but you know, maybe we can help you out. I don't know what the guest list is, you know, what the wait list is like or anything like that. So we become friends on Instagram. Uh, you know, we exchange a couple messages the next day. That's it. So he reaches out to me last week and he's like, Hey, I made a reservation at 11 Madison park for Friday night you know, July 14th, uh, for their tasting menu. And I was like, Oh, great. I'm like, well, here, like, here's my sister's Instagram. I'm like, reach out to her. Like, I'm going to give her a heads up that you're going to be reaching out to her and like, you know, maybe you know, get some extra, extra treatment or whatever. And then, so he messaged me last night and sent me a screenshot with Ashlyn while he was having dinner at, at her restaurant. It's just like, you know, just a cool, like, how small no way world, i swear to god how cool and like small the world really is like this dude i who you know gave me great service gave me a big hug when i was leaving his bar 
a month later is having dinner at my sister's restaurant. You know, it's, it's just a, it's a weird, you know, it's weird the way the world works. Well, what's honestly cooler is like, I feel like that's like a little like club, you know, it's like the, like, yeah, yeah. He works like at a Michelin star restaurant. Hey, welcome to our Michelin star restaurant. Like, right. you know, they're not, it, it seems from the way you on like the way you explained it is like, you're you're creating like a very like family totally esque, you know, like be a part of our family. Yep. You are a part of our family, you know. And then it's like okay, well, she probably just did that same sort of thing to him. And it's like that's that's well, what right. you get. Like that's, that's like uh, so I how texted, it works. I, I like, texted you know? her I texted her the day a day or two after I met the guy and asked her about it. And she's like, Yeah, dude, like we'll get him set up, especially because of where he works. Like, we'll get him in, no problem. Like, so I think you're right. It definitely is like a fraternity of of uh you know high-end restaurants. Right. Um but yeah, just a, well that's just a, sweet. I mean, yeah, hey, just a cool little story. That that's a that is a cool story. I mean, um, shout out Ashlyn. I didn't know she worked. I didn't know that place was a vegan restaurant. Ashlyn is. A I didn't know that she worked beast. at a three Michelin star restaurant. Ashlyn is a beast. I don't know if she listens. She's to and she's she's chefing in there. Or, nah, she's or, serve, she's what serving. is she doing? Cooking she's or serving? She wants to be a, a one of their sommeliers, but the way they do it is everybody, regardless of what position you're going for, which part of the restaurant you want to work in, you start at the bottom and you have to work your way up from there. So she right. went from you know, being a kitchen server, who's basically like a food runner to now she's a server. And then, you know, eventually, you know, hopefully if things keep going well, she'll, she'll move her way up and become one of their sommeliers. So, um, but she's crushing it. She's a beast. Proud of her. So, sir, I got a question. Okay. Does the Sam make, like, could you make more money as a server at a Michelin star restaurant than a Sam? Yeah. But a lot of, a lot of times sommeliers, like, I feel like salaried employees. I mean, sometimes they get paid like commission based on what they sell. That's what I was getting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We have, we have, less so, but yeah. Minute. So like we have less than a minute. I don't know if you want to start yeah. a new one or just wrap this. No, just wrap it. Okay. Episode 176 in the books. Benny, great story. Great job. Proud of you. Proud of you for <laughs> freaking out when Gabe almost got his foot off. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, I was I mean it wasn't in my defense it wasn't a it wasn't a freak out it was like a what the fuck why did is you going just do that right yeah right <laughs>